Amy, what a beautiful day. Oh my gosh, listen to that babbling water and the sun is shining and we're out here. We got our fishing poles. Can't get any better, huh? Just a couple of kids in their denim overalls and their straw hats. Ah, getting burnt to a crisp. Feet dangling off the edge of this boat. (laughs) Yep, I am so red. (laughs) I don't know why we didn't go out before the sun came up. We chose to go out fishing at noon. Well, I was hungover, so. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is really... Really relaxing. What? Oh, I think I think I see your line moving. Oh my god! Finally, what oh. do I do? What do I do? Um, pull, pull it, pull, pull it. it. Okay, 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 okay. I'm I'll grab, I'll grab you, and you grab the pull. Ready? Uh, One, two, two three. three. <laughs> oh, I think it's good. I think I see it. I think I see it. Oh, oh. Ew. oh god. Oh, Ew, it's gross. flapping all around. It's so oh my slimy. god! It's freaking out. Is that? Is that one of those? That looks like a big mouth Patreon fish. I knew it. I thought so. My first one. I'm so excited. I shall call you Emma S. Welcome, Emma A. S. All right. <laughs> Welcome, Emma S. All right. Can All right. you throw it back in the water? Because I can't. I don't want to touch it. Just kill it. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, right. thank God. So that'll be dinner. <laughs> uh, delicious MS. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, 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 oh. It, is that yours? My line is pulling too. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I'm going to get behind okay, you. I'm, wait. Okay. Ready? Okay. Ready? One, One two, two, three. <laughs> oh, wait a second. This is a tire. The side of the tire says, wait, there's letters. Oh. It says, Vanessa G. Oh, wow. Ooh, I love this. I'm going to turn this into a swing on my tree outside. Perfect. I can't wait to sit in Vanessa G. What's that in the distance? Do you see that disruption in the water? It looks like it's just coming right at us. Uh, It's kind of fast. Wait a second. Oh, my God. That looks like it could be scary. It's moving really fast. You don't think it's a... I think it might be a yearly. Oh God! I knew it. I knew this was you gonna happen. Son of a bitch! I knew this was gonna happen. I thought we'd have a nice time, and now we're gonna fucking die. I knew it. It's breaching, and it's oh, getting God. closer. It's a <gasps> yearly Patreon, and it is Brendan. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. Amy, how are you? I'm great, Jackie. How are you? I'm great. 
Excellent. That's good. We're both great. Hopefully you're all great. Let's get good. into it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm excited for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned in the last episode, it is an episode that features more Luann boob. Yes. Two of full, them, in fact. Full frontal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a special one, I guess. It is indeed. You know, I uh, <laughs> I was watching this episode in preparation, and I, I haven't seen it in a little while, and I was cracking up, and it's it it reminded me, <laughs> funnily enough, of the the wedding of Bobby Hill, the one where they fake they like, Peggy and Hank have to trick Bobby into fake marrying Luann, um, and not because it has weird cousin sexual vibes, but because because it was one another one of those episodes where like the storyline, the plot of it is like there's so much that's going on. It feels longer than just a twenty something minute long episode. It's just quality all the way through. I completely forgot about the whole part with uh, Boomhauer. It's so good. That could be its own separate episode. It's so funny. Yeah. So I'm really excited to talk about it this week. Yes, me too. All right. Well, then why don't we get into our shout outs? Let's do it. So Jackie, I think we got a mutual shout out, huh? Yes. A mutual, very mutual shout out. (laughs) This one is going out to all you fine people who have been listening to us because we just hit, well, now it's 206,000 downloads. Did I say that right? Yes. 206,000 downloads. (laughs) Yes. 206,000. 206,000. I can't fucking believe that. That's a lot. (laughs) That's more downloads than there are people in most cities. Oh, wowie, you're right. But I I couldn't believe it. I saw that and I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, you know, that we're, we're, we've said this before. We're just so grateful for everybody. But like, you know, I, I know that there's podcasts that get that in one episode. You know, they Ugh. get that amount of downloads for one episode. But again, I remember when we hit, 500 downloads and i was like holy shit i was blown away i was blown away getting to a thousand getting to ten thousand it was like this is peak (laughs) yeah we're done here that's bullshit (laughs) so thank you everyone just from from both of us we're so thankful we're just two nobodies who just wanted to have some fun talking to each other and we couldn't be more pleased with the direction that the podcast is going and of all our supporters and people who listen to us. We love you. I know. I uh we decided early on we like this podcast that we're making, but it is of course 100% only funny to us. And we <laughs> were we were comfortable with that idea. We were like, that's fine. It doesn't have to be for everyone. It could just be for us. This is fun. And yeah. it's so nice to hear that other people enjoy it. They feel like they're listening to their friends. They're talking with their friends or just hanging out. Um, and they a lot of get we get a lot of nice messages, people saying how much they enjoy our friendship. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so it's so nice to hear people enjoying us and not 
just not immediately tired of us. <laughs> <laughs> and fun fact, Jackie and I are mortal enemies. <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> I know. This is uh this is therapy for us. <laughs> I'm slowly killing Amy with this podcast. Yes. <laughs> This is her revenge. Uh, no, but yes, thank you everybody for listening and sharing and reaching out to us and supporting us. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Kisses. <laughs> Woo, Amy. Summer is here and you know what that means. Time to relax and rest. Sort of. Take a load right off. Yeah. So, with the summer spirit in mind, we just wanted to give y'all a heads up that there will not be an episode next week, Mm -hmm. but there will be an episode. Basically, for the coming summer months, there will be one week each month in which we don't release an episode. That's just to give us time to kind of catch up, especially now that... uh, Amy's working more, and now that summer's here and we have our vaccines, we're trying to get time in to see family, so we just want to make sure that we're, mm-hmm. you know, staying on top of the episode while we're rejoining society. So, no episode next week, right. and um, have have a let's have a tubular summer and touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Ready. Poke, 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 poke. <laughs> All right. Let's do the episode. Come on. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so we are doing Naked Ambition. Air date, February 20th. Nope. It says 2020. 2000. It's got to be 2000. (laughs) My bad. Okay. Air date, February 20th, 2000. Season four, episode 15. (laughs) We open this episode on Luann's boobs. Uh, we see them flopping around. She's screaming with pleasure and joy. Uh, titties out and about all over the place. (laughs) And this, I mean, this is right off the bat. We're getting Luann boobs. And this is, this is like the catalyst. That's right. Those, those titties are swinging. They're going all over the place. And, uh, the reason why is because she's jet skiing or whatever it's called. Not jet ski. She's being like towed behind on a boat on a river. That's true. That's really good to point out. It's not just <laughs> a, a fixed uh, <laughs> a fixed camera position on her boobs while they just like, woo, 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 woo. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not jet. Yeah, it's uh, water skiing or whatever it is. That's it. Water skiing. A doy. <laughs> so anyway, she's doing a great job too. And she she's like doing it one handed and man, she looks amazing. And yeah. uh, Bobby and Joseph and Connie are in the back of the boat and they're watching and Joseph is just busting nuts left and right over this. He's he is drooling. Oh, we're knocking he's on the it. door of uh, pube Joseph. I mean, he's looking so creepy. There's no hint of our regular friend, cool Joseph from the rodeo or from middle school. (laughs) No, he's pretty creepy now. He is. He's, he's getting there. And then, you know, kind of Connie, she's young too. And she, she sees, she's knocking on the door of puberty too. So she's not quite there yet, but she sees like how Joseph is just, I mean, losing his mind over Luann's uh, knockers. And Mm -hmm. 
she like kind of looks down and says, realizes that she doesn't really have any boobs because she's 12 so you know mm-hmm. and she's starting to feel a little she started to feel a little self-conscious about that she even makes a comment like shouldn't luann be wearing a life vest right Which at first you're just like oh connie don't be insecure i know that's impossible right now but luann should be wearing a life vest and if I was on a jet ski, I would be terrified of my boobs just flying out. I would definitely <laughs> want to wear some kind of t-shirt or or life vest or something. I, you know, I guess so, but maybe Luann's just an adrenaline junkie. The the the, the thrill, thrill of maybe flashing her family. <laughs> <laughs> the power. The power. You will look. <laughs> So now it's time for everybody to go. It's getting late in the day. Uh, Everybody's ready to head back to the house. We see that Bobby is talking to Connie. And, you know, this is kind of the first time that they've mentioned that they've been dating since really the aisle 8A story. We really haven't had much Bobby and Connie. So we see that they're... Yeah, that's true. What, they made it official when Bobby got that goiter? Oh, his his toy, when he got gout. Out. That's right. Uh, that was when they made it official, and then there really hasn't been very much mention of it, except for right. um, yeah, when she got her period, and she was like, "This is going to disrupt our relationship. Otherwise, it doesn't come up." <laughs> right. So, quick little reminder that they're together, but you know, Bobby's like, "Ooh, we could like you know sit in the back. I could ride back with you, and we could sit in the back and hold hands." I've been using Ooh. this. I've been sneaking this moisturizer of my mom's. <laughs> love your self-care routine bobby mm-hmm. um <laughs> so we kind of we see connie's like uh well actually my hands are pruny and it wouldn't be fair to you and bobby kind of catches on he's like wait a second have you even told your parents about us and she's just like well no you know they really want me to date this this one kid he's laotian as well and Bobby's just like, well, come on, you got to tell them. And so she says, okay, I promise I will. And so after this, Bobby leaves to go get changed and he goes to the changing rooms and he walks up to them and he's just ready to, you know, just go in there and get changed. And what does he see? He throws open the little curtain and what does he see? A butt ass naked, completely nude Full frontal, he saw the B and the V of his cousin, Luann. Oh, Oh. and he's, (laughs) it's such a long scene, too. It's so long. It's upsettingly long. It's upsettingly long because clearly, one, he's in complete shock. Mm -hmm. Two, he's also staring at a naked woman, so it's kind of hard for him to even realize what's going on so he and then all of a sudden they like look at each other and scream and Luann goes to like fling the curtain shut and it just goes to the other side so it just reopens again and Bobby still gets he gets another full view and then they just they're both screaming and finally Bobby just comes to his senses and turns around and takes off fucking running. And Peggy's just like, hey, have you seen Luann? He's like, no, she's my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what he says. I'm riding back with Joseph and Mr. Gripple. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, imagine imagine if you had to sit in the back seat with your cousin after seeing them fully. Oh, my God, no. Just no. 
But I, I, I have issue with how long it takes him to leave that cabana because he flings open the curtain. Luann is standing there and he just freezes like a deer in headlights. She closes the curtain and she even has enough time to like kind of look down and go, oh my God, like kind of, whew, like that was like a close call or I can't believe that happened. But the whole time it takes her like a minute to realize the curtain's still open and he's still staring at her. Why hasn't he run away 10,000 times? I I know. It is so awkward. It's so awkward. It's so uncomfortable. It's kind of gross. But I... I also get it because he is <laughs> he's he is a 12-year-old boy. He's also like probably just in complete fucking shock. Like I don't think he's ever seen a fully naked woman and he probably was just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> well, yeah, that I could see that. I think of uh there was a time when I was swimming in my grandma's pool with my sister and my young cousin. I don't think he was 12. I think he was probably like eight or something at the time but he and I were sitting on the side of the pool and my sister comes up from under the water and one of her boobs is hanging out oh no (laughs) and he and I both like scream and in like the like blink of an eye he such a good boy he like slaps himself in the face by like trying to cover his eyes so fast he basically just like double slaps himself in the face trying to cover his eyes and I just scream, your boob! <laughs> and she immediately goes back underwater. But it all happened. It was all just like knee-jerk reaction. So I'm just like, I can't imagine if right. he just stood there with his eyes and mouth open staring at her boob. <laughs> I could see him being pretty sheltered. And if this is his first actual look at boobs, I mean, we're living, it's 2000. So it's kind of a pre-internet world. Certainly not as much access to internet. Right. So it's not like he's just been cruising boob sites since he was in fourth grade. Right. And there's no way in hell that Hank owns any kind of like nudie mag that he can stumble upon and find. You know, yeah. like that's how most kids that around that time or and like pretty much since the beginning before the beginning of the Internet, they that's how they saw their first look at a naked person for the what? most part was like a nudie mag that they found in their parents bedroom or just a Sears catalog you, your mom got in the mail and there's a whole section on like bras. Right. And you're like, <laughs> I'm, ba- you're, I'm basically looking at a naked lady right now. Right. <laughs> so it is uncomfortable. And also why has he not run away a thousand times? But I, I also am kind of like, okay, I can yeah. kind of get it. <laughs> not that I'm ex- whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. So <laughs> Bobby is, he he's horrified by it. He's just like, oh my God, I cannot believe I saw my cousin naked. I can't believe the first person I've ever seen naked was my fucking cousin. And he's just like, the image is burned into my mind and I want to get it out. And he's telling this all to Joseph and Joseph is just losing his mind over it. He's like, oh my God, put it in my mind. Was she wearing high heels? I'm going to imagine her in high heels. <laughs> a gross piece of shit he is joseph is this episode what and poor bobby he's just he's like please stop please i'm trying to get it out of my head <laughs> he makes some weird choice both of them make some weird choices in this episode they do they do and uh it's <laughs> it's 
so awkward. Oh my God. So now Joseph has this obsession with seeing Luann naked. He, he cannot stop thinking about it. He is, he shows up to the Hills house. Just he's not trying to be discreet about it at no, all. He's just like, I need to see those boobs. <laughs> At least pretend like, oh, I was just going to go to the bathroom real quick. Like, just try to like fake some, have a little self-awareness. Sorry, go on. (laughs) Uh, However, while Bobby is relaying this message, this relaying this message, basically telling Joseph (laughs) about how he saw his uh, cousin's boobs, we see that. Boom! So I, I love this little scene where Boomhauer is in his, you know, his what is what are they called? Speedos. He's in his speedo, relaxing on an inner tube. He's got genius. He's got a six pack of beer tied to a rope, tied around his tube, and he is mm. just fully chilling, suntanning, loving it. I've always loved uh, Boomhauer's little tanning glasses. Yes. My mom used to have like a whole drawer of them because she would <laughs> she would tan and then I think she would forget to bring them back so she would always have to get new ones at the tanning salon. Oh yeah. And yes. they were they are the funniest things to wear. I'm going to try so and get goofy. a hold of Yeah, but he has them <laughs> out on the inner tube. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get tan from head to toe. So we see Bill, he's "Hey, Boomhauer, Peggy won't let me in her car." <laughs> Can I ride back with you? <laughs> and Boomhauer's like, no, no, ride back with ride back with Gribble. I'm going to keep suntanning. I'm going to keep catching these rays until they're gone. Uh, he cracks open another beer. And I just love, it's one of my favorite little Bill moments when he's like, okay, give me a call later if you want to talk about how much fun we had today. Yes. <laughs> it's so cute. And I've said this before. I love that. They all seem to call each other and have chats on the phone, you know? And I just, I I love it. I just love it. Yeah, after spending all their free time together, (laughs) then going home and being like, let's talk about our day with each (laughs) other, which we, which involved like all of us together anyway. So (laughs) let's just talk about it. I know. We talk about how much fun we had. It's so cute. (laughs) Oh my God. So precious. So Boomhauer, apparently, he gets pretty tanked while he's sunbathing and he's probably just exhausted because you know being out in the sun for like 10 minutes no matter what you're doing you're gonna pass out early that day um so he passes out on the inner tube he just fucking zonks out and i love this beautiful scene that we have with his transition from like it's it's this beautiful sunset he's floating down the river then it goes into the nighttime and he's still kind of down the river you don't really know where he is going through neighborhoods dogs are barking yeah it's nighttime he's just passed the fuck out uh and all of a sudden we see him wake up and he's inside of a fucking sewer (laughs) (laughs) he's inside it's the next day it's the whole next day and he's inside of a sewer he crawls his way he just gets out of it and it's like he time traveled to the year 3000 he's standing practically naked sunburnt delirious in front of like a big city but it looks like maybe there should be flying cars too (laughs) yeah he just looks so disoriented and like he is a caveman that traveled to the future or something yes 
And I, yes. I was watching this episode with subtitles on because I was also doing a little vacuuming and stuff. And <laughs> around this part, he's talking to himself and the subtitles would just say, word salad. What? <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> you're just like mumbling and boom powering and thank <laughs> it was just like word salad <laughs> we're not even gonna try we're not even gonna try you can figure it out <laughs> so Boomhauer is in an unknown city hungover delirious dehydrated sunburnt where the hell is he <laughs> where is he we don't know <laughs> he doesn't either so Boomhauer is Lost. We don't know where he is. He doesn't know where he is. He's wandering around this downtown, like almost high end street area. And people are just like, oh my God, he's dirty. He's covered in sticks and leaves and in his Speedo still barefoot. And he takes a look directly at the sun and (laughs) and it, it, it disorients him. And he just stumbles into the street and a cop car nearly smashes into him. And he, he's just like, Mumbling, hey, I'm walking here, but in word Boomhauer salad, talk, Word salad, word salad. Right, but in Boomhauer talking, it's a cop. The person who almost hit him is a fucking cop, and he comes out, and, and Boomhauer's going off. He's just like, hey, you know, he got me walking around here. It's hot here. I don't know. Hey. But in Boomhauer, and <laughs> all of a sudden, he's just like, you got me walking around like a chicken with its head cut off. And because nobody can fucking understand him, the only thing they did understand was head cut off. Are you threatening me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Suppressing fire! So then the cop immediately touches his gun. (laughs) And (laughs) Boomhauer's like, oh shit. Uh Uh-oh, okay. This is a bad situation. This is a bad situation. And he gets taken to to a, um, a psychiatric hospital and puts on an involuntary hold because again... No one can understand him except for Hank, Bill, and Dale, apparently. (laughs) And maybe sometimes Peggy. Um, But nobody can understand him. So he sounds, the the psychiatrist diagnoses him with schizophrenia, you know, suggests an involuntary hold because he could be a danger to himself and others. And now Boomhauer is stuck 72 hours in a psych, uh, psych hospital. All because he can't understand what he's saying. There's like I know. I'm sure if he did any sort of testing <laughs> or right. anything. I know. Or like gave him a pen and paper and just be like, write down your thoughts. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Christ. Poor boom hour. Oh, it must be. Oh. This okay. doctor has I- no understanding of dialects or accents. No. And he's Sounds just and different. boom hours. Boom hours talking word salading and the psychiatrist is just talking over him into his his like recorder like i'm not even listening to what this guy has to say this guy has no awareness so i will just talk about him right in front of him and boom howard (laughs) this this man clearly uh schizophrenic and boom howard's just like oh my god (laughs) he's like oh fuck (laughs) poor guy so we cut back again same day but it's in the morning and Bobby and Luann, Hank and Peggy are all sitting down eating breakfast. And poor Bobby, he just looks so uncomfortable sitting next to Luann. He's clearly not over this. He is just so uncomfortable. Well, who do we see? We see Joseph just, boom, open up their sliding door and is like, hey, I thought we could walk together uh, to school. 
Bobby says, we always walk together to school and it's not, we don't leave for another 20 minutes. <laughs> Joseph's like, well, my dad already armed the perimeter so I can't go back. And then he pulls <laughs> up a chair and just sits down and stares at Luann and, hey, Luann. What a gross, gross, uh, gross. He just, there's no chill. So poor Bobby, he's just like, oh my God. Now Joseph is just going to continue to be a fucking creep with Luann and I am going to be reminded of seeing her naked all the time now. Now we're in Dale's basement, unfortunately. (laughs) And he is taking a phone call from Boomhauer. Boomhauer has called Dale to be like, please get me out of (laughs) here. Please don't tell Hank. (laughs) I love that they, uh, at the end of this, they all had this unspoken rule or just this rule where they're just like, we cannot let Hank know about this. This is humiliating. He would be so mad at us. This is (laughs) crazy. The number of times they would have died, like when they were trapped in that pet cemetery. And they're just like, we're going to just have to eat these dead pets because we cannot tell Hank. I know. (laughs) And Hank always finds out. So Boomhauer calls Dale for help. And what does Dale do instead of just like go in and try and <laughs> try and reason and say, Hey, listen, my friend, this was an accident. He's difficult to understand. He's harmless, whatever. No, oh, no. instead he decides to infiltrate the uh, hospital. And oh, he's so excited to, he essentially gets himself like caught and stuck in the psychiatric hospital because then they bring him into the psychiatrist and he then starts spouting off his, his gribble conspiracy theories about how peanuts are sick and tired of us eating them so they're (laughs) they're causing all these toxins that make people allergic to them (laughs) he trades clothing with one of the patients at this hospital sneaks in and then of course when he goes to the psychiatrist to explain all right just you know i'm not really crazy i just snuck (laughs) in here but uh i'm ready to leave now with my friend who's also not crazy Right. And then, like, you just cut to him explaining why peanuts are have adapted to make us sick so we stop eating them. Of course, it looks like complete bullshit. Like, all right, why yeah. are you wasting my time? Go back to your uh, game of, like, throwing beach balls at each other. I know. I love that. Boobauer's just throwing a beach ball back and forth with four other guys. It's so funny. Uh, anyway, so now Dale has been um, basically committed. Later that night at the Hill House, they're all eating dinner, and once again, Joseph shows up. And he's like, hey, thought I could help you with your math homework. (laughs) And once again, pulls out the chair and then just stares at Luann is like, hey, Luann. What a creep. What does he think's going to happen? He 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 knows that he's not. I think feel like he knows that he has no chance with her, but he's going to be as creepy as possible until he can like sneak a peek. He's like, if I can't get this willingly, which I know I can't, I'm just going to have to steal peaks. Like, which is you freak. He lo- He's losing his mind. And it gets even worse because then, you know, Luann says, okay, well, I'm going to go take a shower uh, because, you know, I've been working all day, whatever. And Joseph uh, pops up and like is just frantically trying to scrabble, look through, look in the door, that look into the bathroom. He's like, why aren't there any keyholes? And Bobby's like, Jesus, my parents are right there. What are you doing? He's like, stop. And he's, and he, he's like, you're creeping me out. 
Like, yes. get out of my house. And he, like, pushes Joseph, like, get the fuck out of here. And Joseph smashes into the door. And so naturally, and then he takes off running. And naturally, Luann opens the door and she's in a towel. And it's just Bobby. And he's just like, oh, God. And she's like, Bobby, look, it's perfectly natural to want to see a woman naked. But I'm your cousin. And you've done this once and it was an accident. But if you do it again, you will go to hell. <laughs> yeah. Poor Bobby. So, poor Bobby. And as she's giving him the speech, he can see Joseph in the window in the bathroom. He can see him outside with binoculars I trying to catch a look. so fast. I, don't I would know. too. I'd be like, look, look, look behind you. It's disgusting, creepy Joseph. It's not me. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not the one. Look at Joseph. Shame I on know. him. Shame on you. Shame on you. We all shame you. <laughs> So instead, Bobby runs out there and he's just like, stop, what are you doing? Like, you're going to get both of us in trouble. He's like, I'm going to go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And and Joseph is just not letting this go. And as they're like, they're tussling around, Bobby's like trying to get the binoculars from him. And finally, he's just like, all right, fine. You can have one look and then you have to stop. But in this, all this commotion, I know. And then in all this commotion... Connie, like there's noise in the the bedroom next door, like the next door house, and it's Connie's bedroom. And Joseph turns around. They both turn around, and Joseph has the binoculars, and they're looking right at Connie. And she's just like, "Oh my god, you fucking pervs! What are you doing?" She thinks that they're like <laughs> trying to get a look at her. And <laughs> poor Connie, she's like, "Is this what you want to see?" And she her, flings she over her, her robe. <laughs> I was so I'm I always even though I've seen this episode so many times for a split second I'm always just like oh my god you know me too me too and I love it and she's like is this what you wanted to see and then we <laughs> cut back to looking at her and she's wearing a full flannel nightgown <laughs> like up to the, the neck rope, yeah up to the neck down a past flannel the nightgown with a robe Connie come on I know it must be hot as hell Yes. No, I bet I bet Khan is one of those dads that's just like, I'm keeping it at 60. Oh, that is the dream. (laughs) (laughs) You and my dad are gonna get along great. (laughs) My dad my dad would put a lockbox over the AC, you like the little AC dial, so we couldn't change the air. Yeah, because we would always turn it down super low and our energy bill would be high and we just broke it every single time. We would just break into it and he'd be like, God damn it! Who broke into the AC this time? <laughs> and we both would and we'd just be like, I did. Me. It was hot. <laughs> and he's like, motherfucker! And then he just finally gave up because he had to buy so many new fucking box, like lock boxes to go around it. <laughs> He was just wasting money on the lockboxes instead of electricity. <laughs> I did not know that. That's very funny. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Anyway, uh, so Connie thinks that they've been trying to peep on her and she's just like, and Joseph is like, look, we weren't peeping on you. We were trying to look at, and he's about to say Luann and Bobby realizes that's disgusting because it's his cousin. And he's just like, birds! We were trying to trying to look at birds. And Connie is just oh. like, oh, sure. Okay, so not only are you a perv, you're a fucking liar. Got it. Bye. 
Joseph is so weird, though, to be like, no, I can explain. Bobby and I were trying to look at his naked cousin. So <laughs> don't be upset. <laughs> I know. God. So, so uh, you know, Bobby even mentions like, oh, have you told your dad about us dating? So like, I'm a liar. What about you? And that then, you know, Connie's just like, you know what? We're done. You're a perv. You're a liar. And you're mean to me. So goodbye. And now we're scorekeeping. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so Bobby's world is just shattering. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's been, uh, he's, he's seen his cousin butt ass naked. His friend is trying to be a complete pervert and uh, catch, you know, catch Luann naked as well. Now, Connie thinks that he's a perv, too, that he has, that he was trying to peep at her, her and, or he and Joseph were trying to look at her, and he can't admit that, you know, it was Joseph wanting to look at Luann, because that's gross, too, and he knows it. Mm-hmm. So Bobby is just, he's having a rough time. He's having a rough time. Yeah. And kind of to get back at him, Connie is like, you know what, I am going to start going on dates with that guy that my parents want me to go out with. His name is Shane, and... I'm going to be busy tonight because I'm going to be hanging out with him. What a cool name. My name's Chain. I know. It is a cool name. Yeah. So Bobby is, you know, he's upset about all this. He is trying to get Connie to, you know, pay attention to him. He does like a little laser light trying to get her to look at him. And she just slams the window on him. But he hears her leave to go on this date with Chain. And he's watching the whole thing happen. And Connie can see him. And... She to like make it make him extra jealous is like, oh chain, let's sit in the back and maybe we can hold hands. Ooh. Which is what, what Bobby wanted to do mm-hmm. earlier this episode. If you're a good listener. If you, you were would know. paying attention, you will recognize <laughs> that from the beginning. <laughs> so Bobby's like really upset. Connie's upset too. You know, she's just doing this to get back at Bobby, but you know, Bobby's just like, I gotta, I gotta make this right. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't do that. I got to make this right. I don't know if he does that. I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to think of a way to end that sentence. (laughs) No, you you did it. You did it. Great. Meanwhile, we're we're back at the hospital. And now Bill has been uh, called in order to come get the guys uh, to come get Boomhauer and Dale. And Bill has also agreed. No, I won't tell Hank. And <laughs> he goes, he goes, he's in his, he's dressed all nicely. And he's talking to the front office, uh, the woman at the front desk. And he's like, it's just this big misunderstanding, uh, you know, like we can get this straightened out. Let me talk to the psychologist slash psychiatrist, the doctor, whatever. And the woman gets up to leave. She's like, all right, yeah, just I'll go get him. Make sure nobody takes my scissors <laughs> and I'll be right back. <laughs> And my scissors are right here. Just make sure nobody moves. Like, put them in a drawer. I know, right? <laughs> so she gets up to leave. She leaves, and Bill is kind of chilling. He sees a little flyer, a little brochure, and it just says, Are you depressed? <laughs> and immediately after that, Bill has <laughs> Bill has entered into group therapy. For- oh, Bill. He shows up in his brown suit with his little brown hat. I know. Like, his his signature outfit that he would wear to anything fancy uh you know to a wedding or something or or maybe a funeral um (laughs) and and then it's just immediately are you depressed oh my god and then he's just in group therapy instantly (laughs) i know know, poor guy so (laughs) 
<laughs> I love this though because Dale and Boomhauer, they're like, that sounds like Bill. And they look in and they can see Bill doing this whole thing. He's just like, I feel like I know I'm not listened to, blah, blah, blah. But I really feel like I've been loved here. And they just look at each other and <laughs> Dale just goes, ping pong. <laughs> and Boomhauer's like, yo. Because <laughs> they both know, well, we're fucked. Bill's stuck here now too. <laughs> why would they ever? They Why would Boomhauer ever? <laughs> just call Hank first. Just call him. Just admit it. Just say, I fucked up. I got really fucking hammered and passed out in an inner tube and woke up in a sewer. And now I'm in a psychiatric hospital. Please come get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we see Dale and Bill and Boomhauer. They're still in the hospital. Boomhauer is apparently an incredible artist. Dale is actually taking the medication, which is surprising. You would think that he wouldn't take medication. Bill's finally feeling better about himself. They're thriving, but they want to escape. Because, <laughs> yeah. again, they refuse to call Hank. They're like, he would never let us live this down. We cannot call him. We will sneak out. Boomhauer comes up with a plan to like leave through the laundry and get out that way. And so then they... They do their little escape. It starts to, it goes very well. They're like out, outside of the building when all of a sudden they like come out of the laundry bin and they're just surrounded by orderlies. They're surrounded by nurses and they're just like, somebody had to have told that our plan, we, we did everything perfectly. And Bill's just like, it might've came up in group. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) You know, this is such, this is such a shenanigan. Yes. Part, part of me wonders like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a Three Stooges episode. I was thinking the exact same thing as I was watching it. I was like, this is such a, like a goofy shenanigans, Three Stooge-esque yeah. <laughs> episode for them. So they all start attacking Bill because obviously that's what I would do as well. And so they all just get like injected with some sort of, you know, drug that makes them pass out. And Dale finally goes, first one to wake up calls da- calls Hank. <laughs> Connie comes home from her date and kind of in a very terrifying way, Bobby is in her room waiting for her in the dark. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) scary. She clicks on the light and he's just like, did you have fun? Did, did chain win that plushie for you? And she's like, no, he collects them. (laughs) Another, another troubling choice by Bobby this episode. I'm, I'm up and down with him where I'm just like, I feel so bad for him. And then I'm just like, you are being so problematic right now. Yes. And then I'm back like to sympathizing. And then I'm back to just like, I think you might be a predator. <laughs> well, him standing in her room is for sure creepy, but he does redeem himself when he was just, he's like, look, we weren't peeping at you. Joseph. I told Joseph that I saw Luann naked and it was really uncomfortable for me, but now he won't stop trying to see her naked. And that's what was happening. He was trying to look at her. I promise I wasn't trying to look at you. We weren't. And Connie kind of gets sad about this because, you know, she thinks she's earlier in the episode. She's like, God, she has such big boobers. I don't, you know, I'm so, (laughs) I'm so self-conscious. And, (laughs) and, uh, and she's like, well, yeah, obviously you guys want to look at her, you know, why would anybody want to look at me? And Bobby's like, I do. I want to see what you look like. He's like, but I don't want to peep at you. I want to, <laughs> I want to be in the same room. I want to like be looking at each other naked together, which I'm like, 
oh, good for you, Papa. <laughs> I do. I like that interpretation because when I first watched this episode, he was saying that's what couples do. They're supposed to look at each other naked. And the way I heard that was, uh, he says, um, blah, blah, blah. Nay. That's what boyfriend. That's what boyfriends and girlfriends do. They take off their clothes and then they look at each other naked. <laughs> my first, uh, upon hearing that, my first interpretation was, stop trying to groom this girl to be like <laughs> your sexual object. But I like how you interpret it better. It, it is much sweeter and innocent. It, it is definitely way more innocent than him trying to groom No, Connie. that's what they do. So that's what we need to do. That's how I was uh, hearing it. I know. I And I get that. But no, I think I, you know, of course I see it more just like, well, yeah, they can't, you know, like boyfriends and girlfriends kiss and maybe eventually we could do that. And you were saying your wiener on my piscina. Right. <laughs> you spit in my face. That's how, what boyfriend and girlfriends do. <laughs> <laughs> and then we wrestle. And then <laughs> so Bobby, you know, he gives this little speech. He's like, "Well, you know, don't." He's like, "Don't you want to see me naked or whatever?" And she's like, "Yeah, okay." And he's like, "Oh, um, <laughs> okay, right now." And she's like, "Well, I mean, maybe we could just like start with our shirts, and you go first. And so Bobby, <laughs> I love he turns around. Because he's uncomfortable and he's just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he takes his shirt off and Connie is just like, hey, you look pretty good. You know, she's like, you got a pretty body. And he's like, thanks. Okay, cool. Now it's your turn. That's so sweet. You have a pretty body. I know. Okay, body positive queen. Thank you. (laughs) Bopo queen. Yes, that should be the next sticker, body positive queen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Connie, like, with her arms crossed. Yes! I love it. <laughs> or it's just Bobby. Sure yes! Is. That's even better! <laughs> <laughs> so, Connie's just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> and she's, she's starting to, like, pull her shirt up. And it just gets past her belly button when Con walks in and he's just like, <gasps> nightmare, 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 nightmare. <laughs> I would also probably scream if I saw my daughter about to take her shirt off in front of a boy. If she was 12, 12, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I screamed seeing my own sister's boob. I would definitely scream if it was my daughter taking her shirt off in front of her boyfriend I that I didn't know existed. I know. And so Bobby just, you know, scrambles out of the window. He takes off running because Con's about to kill him. The next the next day, Hank is, you see Hank, he's just kind of standing out. He's drinking a beer. He's all by himself. He's just like, where is everyone? And he can hear all this noise commotion happening next door. And he goes over and he's talking to Con. And Con's just, it's Con. And he's like building a fence. And Hank's like, oh, hey, what you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm building a fence because of your perverted son. I caught him half naked in Connie's room last night. He's like, you know, so keep your, I'm going to put this massive fence up here because I'm not going to let your pervert son try and sneak over and see my daughter naked. And Hank's like, well, I'm certainly going to talk to Bobby about this. (laughs) And then he walks away. And you see him just do, (laughs) 
he just starts he starts to giggle to himself about it. He's like, <laughs> and and it is kind of and then this part makes me sad because he just goes, whoo. <laughs> yes, he's super. He's super stoked to know that his son might be interested in females. I know, and I and I know that I'm 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 not gonna try and even justify it because like come on Hank get over it it's of course for someone in his generation it would be a concern and so in some ways I'm just like a lot of other of those boomer type parents would like any little thing Bobby did that wasn't stereotypically masculine Mm -hmm. he would be like punished for or yelled at for I mean even even my grandma who was wonderful and open-minded and very progressive she carried a lot of that bullshit from her mm-hmm. generation. And so like when I cut all my hair off in ninth grade and it was only an inch long, if I bought like Chuck Taylors, which were unisex, but in her mind were boy shoes, anything right. that was like not gender conforming, she had a lot of like pretty negative things to say. And mm-hmm. so there's definitely a part of me and that's coming from a place where it's just like, I need to tell you these things. Like you should not be doing this. You need to like conform that's right. like a different reality they live in. And so part of me is like, this is something that clearly weighs on Hank. So in some ways, I'm impressed that he's not trying to make Bobby feel super ashamed at every turn. Right. Uh, but, you know, that is still inside of him for sure. Oh, for sure. I also think he would have no fucking clue how to deal with it. Like, <laughs> no, just none. Anyway, so... Khan is putting up all the security because he's he puts up this giant fence. He puts a a light, like a motion detecting light, right outside Connie's window. Poor thing. So Connie's kind of like trapped in her room because obviously she got grounded for that. And her mom comes in and she's like, "You're gonna talk to Chain Wasana Song, and here's some uh, Laotian uh, chatting points." And as she's like kind of giving Connie the business you see the little laser pointer and it's right on her forehead, right on uh, Min's forehead. And Connie just starts kind of giggling. She knows it's Bobby. And finally Min's like, oh, you think it's so funny? Well, you know what? You're going to go call Chain right now. But she ends up leaving. The second that Min leaves, Connie goes running to the window and she sees Bobby through a little crack in the fence. And that's how he's getting her attention and using the laser pointer. And she, she jumps out of the, window grabs the ladder that Khan had left up when he was putting up the motion detector in and pushes it over the side to the hill house and Connie is looking down at Bobby he's looking up he's like Connie I miss you and she's like I can't go anywhere I can't move because it'll set off the motion detector and he's like wait just hold on one second and he runs to the garage and he's looking at all of Hank's uh ladders and Hank pulls up and Bobby's like, Dad, what are you doing here? And Hank's just like, oh, I was just getting the guys out of the insane asylum. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love how casually Hank says it. And he's just like, what are you doing? And Bobby kind of looks guilty. And he looks over and he sees Connie still on the top of the ladder. And he's like, the 10-footer should be the one to do it. And so, <laughs> and then Bobby's like, uh. <laughs> and Hank says, the middle one. And he grabs him the right ladder and Bobby goes running back over, puts the ladder up and he climbs up to the top and he leans in and they give each other a big kiss over the fence and it lights up the motion detector. 
And Constance, no, their luck lights it up. Their love lights it up. It just lights up the world. Con sees it. He starts screaming, but they don't care. They just keep kissing. It's so cute. I know. Con comes running out to, like, you know, catch them and stop what's happening. He ends up catching his own peek at Luann, who's just getting out of the shower. Uh, take, takes a look right at her naked, and she screams, Oh my god, Mr. Con saw me naked! He's trying to look at me! Poor Luann. <laughs> Joseph is riding by on his bike and hears this, and he's just like, oh, come on! <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. <laughs> Yay! Well done, Amy. Thank that you. Was, there was a lot going on in that episode. You really captured all of it. There was so much going on. That was, that was tough. All right. <laughs> so, Jackie, tell me your favorite moments, quotes. Give, give it to okay. me. Okay. Well, I do love uh, seeing, I'm glad you brought it up. I forgot to make a note of it, but Boomhauer's artwork mm-hmm. is incredible. Yes. Um, it looks very, what is it? It's very Starry Night. Uh, very yeah, Van Gogh. Van Gogh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was also insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, not technically, he had a lot going on. Okay, so just going into quotes, uh, one of the first things I have written down is when Boomhauer calls uh, Dale after he's in the asylum and he's just like, I need you to come help me. Like, this is what's happened. I'm, you know, I fell asleep floating down the river, woke up in some strange city. Now I'm in this asylum, blah, blah, blah. And you just see Dale on the phone and he's talking to Boomhauer and he's in his basement and he's just like, oh my God, what? Well, there must have been some kind of misunderstanding. And then he pauses and he's like, oh, there was. Okay, I'm on my way. (laughs) (laughs) And then right when he's about to leave the basement, uh, he has a little pet turtle that's in a terrarium (laughs) and he's been kind of just petting it and playing with it, kind of messing with it. And then after he hangs up, he picks it up and he it goes into its shell and he's like, come on, I'm not leaving without my kiss. I can wait. I can destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I do love the part when Bobby's trying to peep at Luann and then, no, uh, Joseph's trying to peep at Luann and then Bobby like shoves him and he hits the door and runs away and then Luann opens the door and she's just like, she thinks, oh, Bobby's trying to look at me again and she's just like, Bobby, it's perfectly natural to want to see a woman naked, but I'm your cousin. Now, the first time was an accident, but if I catch you again, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dale's peanut rant. Uh, (laughs) when he's in the psychiatrist's office and they cut to him like mid sentence talking about peanuts and he's just like leaning over the desk trying to explain to this psychiatrist. (laughs) He's trying to explain something to this psychiatrist. And so he's just like, it cuts to his conversation. He's just like, which is why so many people are suddenly allergic to peanuts. The peanuts are admitting the peanuts are emitting toxins as an evolutionary defense mechanism. They're tired of being eaten and now they're fighting back. And this, <laughs> the psychiatrist is just like, I see. And Dale's like, anywho, I just stopped by to pick up my buddy Boomhauer. You see, we're both in here by mistake. Now, I can't vouch for Boomhauer, but I am most definitely not crazy. <laughs> and the psychiatrist is just like, go on. 
And Dale's like, did you just say go mom? (laughs) Now who's the crazy one? (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh maybe harder than anything else. Did you just say go mom? (laughs) (laughs) I know, I love it. (laughs) Oh, that was good. I like when Dale is talking to the other guys about how they need to like break out. They need to get out of the asylum. And he's like, we got to get out of here. The smoking breaks are too short. The food is good at best. And the (laughs) antidepressants are making my mouth dry and happy. (laughs) I know food is good at best. At best. (laughs) And Bill uh, at one point says, well, why don't we just call Hank? And Dale says, no. Hank must never know we were in here. Our society stigmatizes the mentally ill. And rightfully so. These people are nuts. <laughs> I know. It was all so close to being like a good statement. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I had written down, because we kind of mentioned um, some of my other things, but uh, it's when Hank gets, he find they finally call Hank. He gets to the asylum And he's like, all right, I'm here to pick everyone up and get you out of here. Um, And he's just kind of going through and he's like, Boomhauer, you know, you were on like a 72 hour hold, but you don't seem to be a, um, a threat, a health risk. You don't seem to be a risk to yourself or anyone else. So they have to let you go. Dale. You were never admitted technically, so you're free to leave at any time, but the doctor thinks you should keep taking your medication, and Dale's just like, all right. And then uh, to Bill, he's just like, and um, Bill, you admitted yourself in here, so you can leave at any time. Uh, so let's get out of here. And Bill's just like, no, I, I think I might want to stay for a couple days. I'm, I'm like, I've made a lot of breakthroughs, and Hank's like, get in the car. And Bill's just like, No. And they look at him like, what? What? And Bill's like, I learned in group that I sacrifice my feelings too easily. My feelings are valid, Hank. I'm valid. Yes, that's right, Bill. <laughs> I know. Tell I just him. thought that was so good. But of course, Hank is just like, no, we're leaving. Oh, I know. Bill tried. And he I made know. A, I love that. The the hand turkey that he that's it. It was so, and I and made it, you this. <laughs> there was something I was forgetting. He's like, I'm valid. And um, and he's like, oh, by the way, I made you this. And he just holds up a little drawing. And it's a, a, like classic. You put your hand down. You trace it. You've made a turkey. It's a Thanksgiving turkey picture that every child makes. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> you made it for Hank. How sweet. I know. And that's pretty much all I have. What about you, All Amy? right. I, you know, I said a lot when I was retelling the story, but I do have just a couple more. So, (laughs) you know, I always say this, but it's just like the little extra things that the animators and writers will put in that I love. Just, there's really no need. It's just something funny. And this one was when the Hills are all sitting down for dinner, it just kind of cuts to that scene and Hank's in the middle of telling a story and he just says, so I'm walking to my truck and bam, right into a spider web. <laughs> I sneezed for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a stupid little story. I just love it when they do things like that. <laughs> and I don't think that this one's a metaphor for anything. I think it's just a silly little anecdote. <laughs> it's just a funny, I love those. I know. God, it, 
just <laughs> I sneezed for a half an hour. <laughs> I like this is the first episode that we're introduced to uh Chain Masana song and he just he's ugh, you can tell right away he's he's a chad of a chain and he <laughs> And he's out of a chain for sure. For sure. And he like, you know, shakes Connie's hand and is like, you are much more beautiful than your picture led me to believe. Oh, yes. <laughs> God, such a ugh, sucks. And uh, let's see. Your brown noser. Uh, it's just gross. <laughs> I do like when Bobby retells the story about, you know, seeing Con- being like telling Connie what happened and everything to Joseph. Joseph's like, man, you saw naked Luann and Connie. And Bobby says, I didn't see Connie naked. I only saw her belly button. And Joseph goes, how was it? Bobby goes, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Over a belly button. Aw. And again, I just want to encourage everyone to just go go back and look at that. Watch that scene closely of Boomhauer passed out in the floaty because it really is some beautiful animation. I I truly suggest watching that whole little scene. It's it's very lovely. I'll try to take some stills and include it in our our post for this episode because excellent. It's great. Yeah, it's very nice. Those are two things we'll want to talk to. Wes Archer about if we ever get to talk to him again and if we actually ask him questions about animation just uh, <laughs> that scene with Boomhauer and Luann's boobs yes god I can't believe we haven't asked him about Luann's boobs yet <laughs> oh, alright so I think that's pretty much it because I you know again I said most of them in the in the retelling um, oh one last thing when they're doing the math homework the question the the you know what? No, I'm going to use that for my trivia because I got too invested in watching the episode that I forgot to do trivia. So that's going to be it. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So now that we said our piece, it's time for listener comments. Listener comments. And we got a couple of songs. We do. We do. But let's go ahead with this one. So this is a listener comment song and it's from uh, Space Queen. Yes. So if any of you remember our uh, the special vault episode that we released about a month or so ago, uh, this was it. she was one of our guests. We spoke with her and she's a Patreon. She also has a podcast with her co-host Green Goddess and mm-hmm. it's called Babes About Bud. And back when we released that episode, she sent us a really lovely and heartfelt message. Um, they had she had recently lost her father unexpectedly and they had stopped recording for a long time and they had just started right when we released that episode they had started back up again so it was a really lovely message and it's a really great podcast it is definitely so she sent us a email and she said a few weeks before we lost dad he sang this parody and i told him i was going to submit it to the king of the hill podcast that sends me the cool letters and he was so jazzed I'm glad I finally got the chance to sit down and record 10 seconds. Oh, I know. So I'm very, I'm already a little emotional, I but am too. I, I am know. Too. Oh, okay. Dads. I don't think- Dads. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yes. One, two, three. Better, but- 
takeout propane And if you wanna taste meat But not the heat propane She's alright, she's alright, she's alright Propane That's it, that's how it ends I know I thought that I was going to feel sad but I feel really sexy right now I know also I don't know how you recorded this but it sounded incredible so incredible thank you so much wow we're immediately gonna go get an eight ball of propane (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing that to the barbecue tonight Jackie I'm (laughs) triggered I know. I feel like I want to drink some Goldschlager and blast some rails. All right. <laughs> and just shoot guns into the sky. Yes. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. That was incredible. Okay. Let's get to the listener. Yummy, yummy, yums. All right. Well, the first one I that stood out to me by Ild underscore Sild says, Connie's precious flannel nightgown is sexy lingerie goals post-COVID. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, sorry. This other one by Arbitrary and Delicious. The booby hatch, the gentleman's club, or the mental hospital? <laughs> I know. I can't believe I forgot to write that one down. Oh. The booby hatch. <laughs> Oh, oh! I love this. Some tribe says, my wife and I quote Connie when one of us takes our shirts off. You've got a beautiful body. Oh, I'm writing that. That should be another sticker. You've got a beautiful body. Oh, that's so good. Um, Lavender Lavender Supernova says, the one where Bobby sees an entire titty. Catherine Moore says, this is Joseph's descent into creepiness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Catherine Moore and yes. I are on the same page with that. Oh. Uh, BP Bear says, I want Boomhauer's self-portrait on my wall. Yeah, and then that's beautiful. Catherine Moore, also right under that, says, Boomhauer's Van Gogh self-portrait is amazing. Truly. Well, and, and then, then Bug, Bug Cider, Cider says... <laughs> Get out of here. And then Bug Cider says, I love how Boomhauer's many talents are sprinkled throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Catherine Moore says the waiting room music in the mental facility <gasps> is Chuck Mangione. Oh my God, Catherine Moore. Excellent. Excellent. Very that good. is awesome. Th- these people, these people that make this show, I mean, they're just sprinkling in little tiny right. diamonds. Uh, when we're when our backs are turned, when we think we're not like paying attention, and it is just incredible. <laughs> Katie M. Lady, was she wearing high heels? She wasn't wearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this mossy C one thirty seven. Smoking breaks over. Last one inside loses internet privileges. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone runs. Awful. Awful. Enchanted underscore ways says. 
She's my cousin. I'm not supposed to see her in that state of affairs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus and the boy says, is this what you want to see? Opens robe to show flannel nightgown. How cold is it in Texas? <laughs> um, M. Masius. I mean, it does get pretty cold in Texas, as we learned the hard way this year. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, M. Masius says, this was the episode where I realized Joseph is the only one we actually see grow. He starts out as a little boy and then he grows into the skeevy pre-pube, into the skeevy pre-pube, gross horn Joseph. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think, I think I know what you're saying, but the way oh, it's written, it, it says. I just, have to, I just have to read it. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I know. I love everyone's just like, uh, Joseph's real gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got couple people. Uh, Lee Burgart says, Creepy Joseph. I get it, though. Chris CXK says, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a tad interested in seeing naked cartoon Luann. Roaming Camera says, Luann's back dimples. And Johnny Hopkins 1986 says, Luann is freaking hot. Got it bad. Hot for my cousin. All right, everybody. Get off of our page right now, you <laughs> creeps. You're just as bad as Joseph. <laughs> There is a weird thing that I feel like no one in our society is that interested in really like acknowledging or tapping into, but there is like, I feel like a, some kind of moral dam holding back a flood of cousin love. <laughs> there is just, there are so many things that are just like, Ooh, I'm dipping my toe into like possible incest. <laughs> like, just yeah. dipping, why? Um, first of all, there's been like a, ridiculous influx of like step sibling porn and like really? step parent porn yes it, like so much and it's just like what's what has happened to everybody during quarantine i feel like it's always been around though i mean one of my favorite movies is yes. the royal tenenbaums and we have like oh, yeah. like you know step like not step siblings but like adopted siblings falling in yeah. love uh Clueless and you're rooting is another for them. one <laughs> yeah, you're rooting for them. Clueless is another movie I love, and she falls in love with her ex-like stepbrother. Yeah. There's just, it's like, why does he even have to be a stepbrother? They could have just made him, like, an intern. And, <laughs> and they're just like, no, he'll be her stepbrother, and she'll fall in love with him. Like, <laughs> why? Why is this such a thing? And you're right. There has always been that. There's, it's, that's never, this isn't a new thing, but, like, how much is out there now like it's just how much people talk about it now too openly it's like stop it yeah. <laughs> be more quiet about it you have way more <laughs> options now you don't have to <laughs> it's not the middle ages uh, no <laughs> um i like this quote by our daily beard did you just say go mom <laughs> bread chef said another opportunity for the animators to make them tids go wild that shit almost <laughs> flew her to the to the moon god damn <laughs> tids make them tids go wild i am going to say that all the time now that is Absolutely. I want to put that on a shirt. Make them tids go wild. 
Oh my god, please. Yes! I'm writing that down too. We've got so many good ideas for uh <laughs> for for merch now. Thank you. Thank you everyone. <laughs> And one last one from me about Lu- Luann's boobs. Uh, Jaren Walsh Shack says she has bo- big boobs, doesn't she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bobby's like, God, yes. Uh. <laughs> All right, that's the last one from me. My last one. What was it? Make them kids go wild. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just writing that down before I forget. <laughs> T-I-D-D-S. Um, I don't know why, but the extra D made me laugh even harder. Oh, that's even better. I spelled it with one D, but the two Ds is much better. Okay. <laughs> um, and then my last one by Productive Pothead Apparel Ooh, hmm. uh, says, when Bobby and Joseph are in the back of Dale's bug van, you can see dead rats in the cages. Interesting. I missed yes! that. Yes, I remember. I wrote that down. I totally forgot to even say it out loud. My bad. Oh, one more by Delarius. My dad wishes my gay ass would get caught half naked in a girl's room. Sorry, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Like Hank, right? (laughs) Oh, he wishes. He wishes. Trivia! It's just speaking of trivia. Hold on. Hold it. Let's hold the phone real quick. So listen, everyone, if you have not seen our announcements uh, everywhere that we ever are, which is Ho oh Yeah Pod, that's on Facebook, that's on Instagram, Twitter, all of it. Look, we are hosting a live stream trivia, King of the Hill trivia, on, when is it? June 11th, 2021. Boop, boop. June 11th. Seven, what did I say? Seven or 7.30? Shit, I don't even remember. <laughs> Six, one, one, two, one. June 11th. 7 p.m. June 11th, 2021 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Twitch channel, which we have never used before. I have never done this before, so (laughs) fingers crossed we can figure it out before then. (laughs) But we're doing a King of the Hill trivia. It's going to be a big general one. It's not specific to episodes or anything like that. And you can join us on that live stream, and you you can play, and you can potentially win one of uh, the little Bobby, the bendable Bobby action figures that we have. So please come join us. It's twitch.com slash ho yeah pod, June 11th, 7 p.m. Now let's get into our trivia, Jackie. Okay. How many do you have? <laughs> I have one that I literally I one thought of about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> okay. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Amy. At the beginning of the episode, when they're all at the lake, what is the name of Khan's boat? Oh, oh my God. I don't okay, know. I was terrified this was going to be yours. So. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to say the Laotian Charger. Oh, you're so close. It's oh. <laughs> Laotian in motion. Oh my God. That's good. That's, that's really good. good. That's such <laughs> a good one. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay go ahead (laughs) all right so i didn't even write this down because i okay anyway when bobby and wait wait bobby and joseph are doing math homework and they're doing a word problem and it's all about two people who have bags filled with what oh 
Oh, it's like on the tip of my brain. I barely noticed it. Ugh. I don't know. Leaves. <laughs> Puppies. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what? B- bags full of puppies. Well, we both lose this week, but Amy, do you know what the next episode is? I do indeed. Another Luann episode. Not her boobs, but her her as a person. It mm-hmm. is. You, you want to do it together? Sure. One, Move. two. <laughs> One, Moving two, on three, up. Moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, uh, this is, um, there's almost zero cotton in this episode, but we get a little taste of him at the end. And this uh-huh. is, um, kind of the foundation for one of our fan theories that we've discussed before. Yep. So yep, that's right. So I, I forgot about it until we got to the end of the episode, but it is a really great episode. There'll be a lot to mm-hmm. rant about as, uh, not on the same level as the airport, which I can always rant about, but uh, <laughs> just having roommates and the frustrations that come with having roommates. So it'll be a nice <laughs> cathartic episode. Ooh. It's basically just going to be me admitting that I am the terrible roommate. Listen, I <laughs> just- can admit that I'm the terrible roommate too, but it doesn't mean I don't hate other people that I live Absolutely. with. Absolutely. it's. I would rather go broke paying for rent to live on my own than have a roommate truly oh yeah i'd rather i would rather have like a one one bedroom size studio apartment where i share a bathroom with an entire floor of people than have a roommate (laughs) hands down (laughs) all right so we're gonna be discussing that next week and anything else any last any last words jackie just uh Stay tuned for that trivia night. That's going to be, I mean, I, the prize is a, did we say what the prize was? Yes, the bendy bobby. It's a little bendy bobby. Uh, I discovered these at a Big Lots in mm-hmm. uh, the town in Virginia I work in. And I bought all of them because <laughs> no one was going to buy them for sure. So I we yep. have a massive supply of these bendy bobbies and I'm just so excited to have trivia and be able to start sending these out to people and uh, just coming up with cool trivia ideas. So uh, join us for the first one and there will be more after that. And Mm -hmm. please send us a listener comment song. You can call us on our voicemail 386-530-3876. You can email us at hello at hoyapod. Join us on Facebook, Instagram. And I don't know, that's all I have to say about that. Yep. And if you guys have ideas for different trivia nights, let us know. Uh, we were thinking about doing some where we just ask que- very obscure questions about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Or Gene Roddenberry's wife. That, yes. Trivia only about, which I just recently, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek and uh, there was an episode that heavily featured Gene Roddenberry's wife and I got so excited to actually have a Gene Roddenberry's wife trivia. So that'd be very, very cool. So we're open to any other ideas. Yes, we are. All right, everybody. We love you. And until next time. Via Cool. (laughs) Never gonna give you up.
Never gonna let Never. you oh, down. Yeah. <laughs> Never gonna run around and desert, no, desert you. you. All right. Jackie, I'm coming over for the BBQ.